This is Michael Sulfur, and you're listening to the Bigfoot Club Podcast. Hey, guys. Please go to our website at www.bigfootclubpodcast.com. Check out all our merch and all our old episodes. Also, please look for our social media on Twitter, Facebook, on Instagram at Bigfoot Club, the number one. Also, check out Matt Knapp's Bigfoot Crossroads. He is on all platforms. If you have any paranormal or Bigfoot stories, please email us at BigfootClub1 at gmail.com. Hey everybody, Robert Jesse Dominguez, Bigfoot Club, Season 4, Episode 32. I'm here with Steven. You are? Steven, say what's up. What's up? How the heck are you doing, man? I'm doing alright, I guess. Yeah. Still getting over that lingering cough. Um, someone's coughing in the background, too. Someone's coughing in the background, too. Um, if you hear any hissing, we have a snake. Dumb. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, just... Been going to work and yeah, living life, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you? What you been doing? I uh, was just working like a dog. Like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> is that from "I Love You, Man"? It is working like, like a, a dog. <laughs> so dumb. Um, I'm pretty excited, man, because we have a, a very a very special guest here. Who do we have today? We have the honorary Matthew Reginald Bartholomew Nappers. From Bigfoot Crossroads? Yes. Matthew, welcome to the club. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. <laughs> what, what do you sound like a politician? Of us? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. You know, we, we need to get out in them polls and do, you know, poll-like things. If we just get out in the polls and do poll-like things, you know, poll things will happen. Okay. Are we talking about stripper polls or? Dang. Wow. <laughs> so is that a no? That, no. Is, that is a no. That is a no. I would never talk about stripper poles Dang. on a wholesome family show such as Bigfoot Club. <laughs> this is this is a wholesome family show? This is a wholesome family show. Mm. You're With, literally a wholesome family right now on air. Right, on the, that, that is true. You got a point there, Matthew. <clears throat> you have a point. Matt, it's been a long time since you've been on the show. Too long. Too, too long. Too long. I think, I think he was... Um, what two months ago? Yeah, it was it was before our wave of Australians. Australian wave. Yeah, your your Australian tour. Yeah, Australian tour. <laughs> so it was it was like you know it's been a while. So I mean, but yeah. I, I've I've actually been on your show recently, right? We yeah, somewhat you, recently somewhere. Yeah, you and I Between did there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We did a show what last week. Yeah, last week, week before, something like that. Yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah, a review show, as a matter of fact. It's a sh- it's a show that Steven. You didn't see that, right? No, you didn't. I did not. You you were like just mm. telling me that earlier today about yeah. what y'all did. Sorry, what y'all did. We and did. I'm not trying to take credit or anything, what? but I mean, you know, we did do the review. And I would just like the record to state that uh, that that documentary has blown up. Has it? Hmm. It's got like over five hundred thousand views. That's in like the first week out. It's on YouTube, right? On YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna have to check it out when I have free time. That's done. It's by- like it's like it's exceeded their expectation. It's like 
uh, broken the record for their channel and everything. Like it's just going crazy. And I, I mean, you know, I'm not going to say it's not because do it. People want to see it, but, uh, I, I can't help but think we had a little hand in that. You Do, know, I, I'd like to think of that. Were were, the, were we the only ones who did a review on it? We were the only ones that did a review like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, I uh, saw some people in the comments leave some, you know, comment reviews. Yeah. But I didn't see any articles or anything, and I certainly didn't see a a special edition podcast episode dedicated to the review. Mm. Hmm. Except uh, Bigfoot Crossroads with uh, special guest Robert Dominguez of Bigfoot Club. Mm. <laughs> a lot of plugins here. I love it. I love it. Well, too. I'm just saying. Mm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So, Thank you. so Thank plugged you. in. It's like lit up like a Christmas tree. I yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. With the ornaments and the lights, Christmas star. <clears throat> Matt, what, what episode was that? Forty four. Forty four. I mean, it's its own standalone episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's, I guess, forty four B. Maybe it's between forty four and forty five. I think forty mm, four B. I like that. I like. I like to do that too. I like that. <laughs> if anybody can do that, that's it's you, Matthew. Matthew. Mm-hmm. Man, Matt, what's so? What's going on with you lately? How's how's things going with you? It's going good. It's going good. Uh, just got through interviewing a crazy guest. He's been on some other podcasts and stuff, but he's also been on a, an episode of These Woods Are Haunted or whatever it's Ooh, called. Really? That's actually yeah, really, on the Travel Channel. Yeah. That's actually a really good show. Yeah, he had a pretty uh, intense encounter whenever he was a kid. I don't want to give too much away, but right. I got lots of editing to do. Uh, oh, I talked to him for probably like three hours, I think. <clears throat> wow. Are you going to split yeah. it up in two? I don't know yet. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I love that. I don't know yet. Man, I I I can't wait to hear that one because I just I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> Again, you lived it all three hours of it. Yeah, yeah. We um we had to stop watching that show because you got scared. No, someone was getting you were scared, some, and yeah, it was me. Uh, someone was getting intense nightmares in, in the middle of the night, saying there was a lady in white in their room with a bunch of blood. Yeah, we had to. Steven, there's no lady in white. Mm. Well, it's, it wasn't Steven. It was somebody else. It was you? Nope. Mm. It was one of the young the younglings. One of the younglings. Yeah, it was Sebastian. Because he really, he really enjoys yeah. paranormal stuff. And that, that's awesome. But when you're five years old, your imagination, there's no cap. There's yeah. no lid to stop it, to close it. So uh, he kept having nightmares, and it made its way up to management. (laughs) (laughs) The complaints, and uh, yeah, I got ridden up. Oh, Um, man. Yeah, so I had to uh, put a stop to that. Did you have a one-on-one? I had a one-on-one, monthly one-on-one of, you know, if you're a good or a bad husband. And uh, I was leaning towards the bad, and uh, yeah. That means means you probably got beat up. I did. (laughs) But I was like, I don't abuse you. I'm not an alcoholic and I don't abuse you. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, no, we had to stop. Allegedly, right? Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> we had to stop and uh if it's like if it's Bigfoot stuff, maybe. But if it, as soon as like they mention uh ghosts, what? But yeah, I think we can get away with maybe aliens. I don't know. I, I think I'd rather not, but yeah. 
we stopped it. He gets mad about. It. He's like, "Hey, I want to watch uh, that Bigfoot, um, the the Portlock one." Yeah, he yeah. wants he wants to watch it again. I go mm. the Alaskan Killer Bigfoot. I'm like, no, no, um, I don't want to get ridden up again. Uh, I'm on a 90 day probation, so I need to I need to stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. So no cocaine bear whenever it comes out. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to see that. I do want to watch that though. They should have just did a Bigfoot one. Bigfoot on cocaine. Well, that, this one's a true story though. Is it? Yeah. Well, about, you know, about, you know. I mean, I heard a story about a Bigfoot on cocaine. It's a true story. Oh, really? I dude, know, dude. but I mean, it could have happened. I was about to say, do tell. Maybe it's just a cover-up, and maybe it was a Bigfoot, and they were just saying it was a bear. Oh. Wow. That's, mm. that's pretty intense. Yeah, I mean. So was Cocaine Bear like Ray Liotta's last movie? Uh, yeah, well, they're saying Blackbird is the one of his last scenes that he oh, did. Yeah. I don't know if you, you've heard of that show. Oh. <laughs> Is that a new uh, Marvel movie? No, it's a uh, show on Apple Plus about, uh, oh man, I forgot his name. He's a serial killer. They sent in this informant in that prison. Oh yeah, I started watching that one, but, yeah. I, stopped, but I stopped. You saw the first episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, those were, those were his, his last scenes that he did, apparently. Wow. Mm-hmm. Sad. Yeah. R.I.P. Love, love Ray, Ray Liotta. Yeah, we we're losing a lot of celebrities right now, man. It's, it's hurting me. It's hurting me. Do something about it. Yeah, I mean, mental health is very, very. It's a very serious thing. And Matt, I think you know where I'm going with this. Yeah, I do. Yeah, um, I was uh, pretty taken back by that one. Pretty shocked, really. Yeah, um, Jason David Frank. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. He seemed happy, you know, but. Mm-hmm. They always do, don't they? They he, always he do. Was at, he was at Titan uh, Comics here in, in DFW probably, what, three months ago? Three, three months ago. He's actually he's been to every Titan, every, everywhere that they moved to. He's been yeah. in every one. And, like, we were supposed to go see him, but we were got, we got caught up. We, were, we, yeah. we, we got scheduled to do something, or we were going to a birthday party or something. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Um, Didn't New Day, like, do a tribute to him or something? They did. They did with the costumes and thought that was kind of cool. Their gear? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kofi did. Kofi Kingston. Yeah. I think he was dressed up as a Green Ranger. Yeah. And then Woods was the White Ranger. Yeah. Pretty sick. Did you watch Power Rangers whenever you were a kid? Mm Mm-hmm. I did. I got into it because of my cousins. My cousins were big fans, and every time I spent the night, we would watch Power Rangers, and I really didn't have a choice, but I ended up loving it. Yeah. So we started it from the beginning to end, and when the movie came out, we were, like, super excited, and McDonald's had this. I do. The, I do you remember do, that? Yeah. The, it's the, fuck, I can't remember the name of it. The belt, whatever, and they would come with the coins of the different animals. Yeah. Uh, I thought that, yeah. So, yeah, we're, I was... A big, big Power Rangers fan had the toys too, and you know. And then when you grow up, you know, you appreciate it. You don't watch it anymore. But I was just like, "Damn it, really, Tommy? Really? Come on, man!" Yeah, I was pretty old uh, whenever it got popular. Not like real old. I mean, I was you were a just teenager. older. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I secretly watched it. I I did. Hmm. Um, I tried not to like it, but. <laughs> It was enough like Voltron that it could hold my attention. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I also, what was that other show though? Uh, the one, the weird one where they're like, it was a similar type show, but they're at some old mansion, and then like Elvis's ghost was like there, or Jay Leno's ghost, somebody's ghost. It was Jay Leno's ghost dressed like Elvis, and there's the like hell? a mummy and a wolf man. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? I don't know. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, it's not League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Beetleborgs. Oh, yeah. The big, bad Beetleborgs. Yeah, I don't know any of that. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. You I just don't remember it. I swear I don't. I Dang, was... I forgot about this. Beetleborgs? Beetleborgs. What's, what's up with the name? They turned into Beetle Robots. That's kind of scary. Their, their whole thing was like beetle stuff. Yeah, it was weird. Big bad beetleborgs. Yep. Flabber. That was the guy's name. Flabber. Yeah. You see the. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's not. Like that's a, a super. Jay Leno Liberace ghost guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking up Jay Leno Elvis. <laughs> and there was a Frankenstein in here. Here he man. is. Hold on. <laughs> I found a picture. It's real blurry, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like Frankenstein, uh, werewolf, and whatever the hell that Joker. Or like, <laughs> here's here's a better picture. There you go. He looks like Jay Leno. Wow, oh, he does. Yeah, he's like the human version of Mac tonight or something. Yeah, Curse of the Shadowborg. Oh my god, that's horrible. Oh my gosh, look at that. That's creepy now. It is. It is very creepy. Damn it, man. Why are you gonna bring... I, don't, I don't remember any of that. I swear to you, I do not. I think I was out yeah. dr- I think I was out <laughs> drinking then. Hey, here's here's a typical like answer from that you get now that you didn't have a childhood. Yeah. Well I was already an adult when I was in that time, you dipshit. <laughs> 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 Such anger! <laughs> no, someone told me that. It's like, oh, that you, never... you didn't have a childhood. Yeah, I didn't have a childhood. And I was like, they were born in like 2001, so of course, yeah. Were you like, bitch, I'm still living it. I'm like, he's like, uh, was she born in 2000? I think it was 2004. She's like, you didn't have a childhood. Like, I go, well, I was already an adult. Ready. I was already an adult that time. So I was adulting. So you're was paying dumb. bills. <laughs> That's paying bills. Dear you're, shit. You're dumb. Yeah. Um, I did want to mention um, uh, Linda Godfrey mm. uh, passed away recently. She passed away on uh, November the 27th. I did see that, yeah. And um, I've actually read two of her books. Um, but she's she's mostly like, uh, she did The the Beast of Bray Road. That That's the one that kind of made her take off. Matt? Mm. Yeah, she put Beast of Bray Road on the map as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I would say she put Dogbin on the map. Yep, she did. Wow. Uh, she was for the Dogman community what Bobby Short was for the Bigfoot community. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 she was supposed to come to the first annual Bigfoot conference, but uh, something happened with her flight, and she didn't make it. So, I, you know, we were supposed to I, – I think it was her – and it was somebody else that didn't show, but um, Lauren Coleman. No, he was there. Oh, um, his alter ego, Corin Loman. <laughs> Corin Loman. Corin Loman. But uh, attorney at law. <laughs> but she wrote like American Monsters. I read that one. That one's actually pretty good. 
Monster Monster Among Us, uh, the Michigan Dog Man. She's wrote a ton of books, and you know, I was, I had heard the rumor that she was sick uh, earlier this year, and I was she was I know she was on my list to get her to come on the show, mm. and um, I had heard she was sick, and someone had posted somewhere in one of the groups because I'm, you know, I'm sure Matt. You're, you're the same way. We're, you know, we're part of a bunch of Facebook dog band Bigfoot groups. Oh yeah. And somebody had posted somewhere on a, a dog band group that she was she was feeling ill and people need, you know wanted to pray for her and stuff like that. And um, I, it doesn't say what she passed away from, but uh, you know just prayers to her family and all that stuff. So because like she was she was a a big part of the you know the cryptid. Uh, world and um, literature and research, you know, research and stuff like that. So <clears throat> I just wanted to say that and just wanted to give her, um, a, you know, a little segment because she deserved it. She's a nice lady and I've heard nothing but good things about her. Mm-hmm. So Def- definitely a sad, uh, I guess, segue in the, the show talking about. You guys are downers, man. I know, man. Oh, man. Debbie Downers, yeah. So. (laughs) But we're going to change it up, and we're going to, you know, uh, talk about, you know, I don't know, paranormal, Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Dig Dut. Dig Dut. Dig Dut. Bigfoot. Matt, you know, I always go to you about rumors in Bigfoot. What's, What's the rumors in Bigfoot right now? That it doesn't exist. <laughs> you you gotta say that. Oh, you man. knew it. I wonder who that's wonder, the rumor. I wonder who's been saying that. Yeah. That's just a gen, just a general rumor. community who don't who don't uh I'll answer that for you, Matt. It's just a general community that you know don't believe in Bigfoot. And that you know that's, that's okay. That's fine. Hmm. It's all good. It's all good and gravy. Well, according to the BFRO, November first. The BFRO? The, the BFRO. <laughs> The Beefro, uh, November first, uh, recent reports, October October twenty second, California El Dorado County Class B, possible sighting of a tree shaking on South Fork American River, thirty miles northeast of Sacramento. Huh, that's the most recent one right now. Get that tree a sweater. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess it was cold. <clears throat> so, a tree shaking, but it looks like they didn't see it. So they just, they just saw a tree shaking, uh, shaking, 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 yeah, shaking, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's shaking back. Uh, nearest town is uh, I'm probably going to butcher this. Coloma Lotus. So, yeah, you probably butchered it. Sounds like a sounds like a disease. Uh, <laughs> all those towns, but in fairness, all those towns up there are. They get really weird names up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, weird shaking you, tree, though. Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, could have been a. If, I don't know. That's mm. a really tiny earthquake. Yeah, just that spot under the tree. Or a really big yeah. beaver. A very centralized earthquake. Um, something large climbing a small tree. Yeah. A bear. A bear. A cocaine bear. Ooh. A cocaine nice bear. Nice little segue there. 
Cocaine Bear. Uh, the second one is October, <clears throat> October 2022, New York, Franklin County, uh, Class B, possible daylight sighting of uh, in the Adirondacks. Adirondacks. There you go. Thank you. Adirondacks. F- 15 miles northwest of Lake Placid. Isn't that where they had uh, the Miracle on Ice? Lake Placid? Yeah. Oh, the big uh, crocodile? The big gator. Oh, big gator. That's, that's where Betty White lived in a cabin. Yeah, that's right. Based on a true story. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cocaine gator. I, I loved Lake Placid personally. Yeah, Just that's a great record. Movie. Yeah. But isn't that where they had the, the Miracle on Ice? Yeah. Yes. He did. He, you guys did sound sure. <laughs> Miracle nice. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm, is that a hockey reference? Yes, it is. Is that where they See? had the miracle? Yeah, the miracle on ice. ice. The U.S. beat the Russians. Is that where they had it at? Yeah, Lake Placid. Yeah, they played on Lake Placid. <laughs> I mean, where else are they going to play? Like on the actual lake, whenever it was on ice. Yes, Stephen. Yeah, they uh, played on the on the, the on the lake. That's a little dangerous, man. I don't know if it, it's a town. Oh, okay, all right. See, you gotta you gotta teach me these things, man. Teach you? Yes, teach you. <laughs> yeah, Machu Picchu. So, um, trying to see like the details on this. On our way to Paul Smith College. From a lab, noticed a large figure in the window by the, by the power lines. At first, I thought it was a large man in a fur coat oh. because I saw I saw its arms and legs and head and torso. But this creature was much too big to be a man, and to have and the fur seemed to be covering his entire body. Well, hmm, interesting. Yeah. And so uh, I would make the thing about eight to, to ten feet tall, roughly. It was back. It was the back of me. It seemed like to be very casually strolling north along the path, the power lines. You know, that's not the first time I've actually heard mm-hmm. Bigfoot's moving on uh, power lines, electrical right of ways, power mm-hmm. lines. So that's actually pretty neat. I mean, that's to me that sounds like a like a real a real sighting report. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not possible. It's they, real. Confirmed. They actually have like the GPS coordinates on here too. Man, they didn't. They didn't used to do that, right, Matt? No, they used to not do that on the GPS. They they used to not do that. They used to not give out like actual actual that where the location was at. Yeah, yeah. It was usually just the county. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was about as far as they'd ever go. And they would like say like I don't know. Luckily, if you were lucky. The crossroads, you know, Bigfoot crossroads. Oh, see? I, I know what you're doing there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boom! Yeah. That's pretty good, man. Thanks, man. I try. You work hard on this stuff, don't you? I do. I do. <laughs> I do. Um, I get paid for it, <clears throat> but it's okay. This next one is in uh, November the tw- uh, 2022, Maryland. Garrett County, Class B, uh, again, big house in... Uh, you said Maryland? Mar- uh, Maryland, yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, Maryland Panhandle near Deep Creek Lake State Park. Let's look at the details on this one. Where is that at? Hold on. Uh, you said Deep Creek Lake? Mm-hmm. Maryland. Uh, is that is that an area where you... I think so. Hold on. You cover? Mm-hmm. 
because my mom and I were sitting on out on the porch, our our bottom porch swing below our house, while our dog was going to the bathroom. Wow, that's such a details in that mm-hmm. one. It wasn't too cold, and it was very enjoyable to sit out. We sat there for about ten minutes, and then the dog was alerted by something, but we couldn't see it. We think it was alerted by a fox or coyotes, but making its making a little noise. They normally make more than, but they weren't as active. Some of the cows and dogs on the farms sur- surrounding us were making noise, and they normally do also. Uh, we quit talking about two minutes, and after that, a gut bellowing howl, roar and scream. Wow, that's actually very detailed on that one. A howl, roar, and scream. So it must have been pretty long. That's so that's so weird. Mm. The sound came across the street from our house to the ridge about fifteen seconds after. After the first sound, the same type of howl started up again, and then it was quiet, dead quiet. The fox and coyotes were, went silent, and the dogs and cows were normally don't. They, they normally don't, and they will keep on in the, in the hours in the morning. <clears throat> that's pretty. That's pretty weird. Wild and wacky stuff. <clears throat> so I'm gonna I'm gonna say something here, and I never brought say this it. up because I, I I don't like this person. He's one. He was one of my techies that were right here. No, not you, Matt. Oh, Jesus! Oh. I would never do that to you. At my job, one of the techs. He it was whenever I was covering Pittsburgh. This is between Pittsburgh and uh, that area. Mm-hmm. And he would. I would always have jobs in Sangrun, and Sangrun is like right by that lake. Mm-hmm. And there, he would always like, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. Really? And I'm all like, why? He goes, it's just woody there. I'm not, I don't like that area. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to go there. I'm like, okay, whatever. I didn't, I didn't really think of it much. But I would always tell, I would always have to tell uh, his manager, I go, man, I can't send. He goes, yeah, don't, it's okay. Don't send him there. Send, send somebody else. I'm said, like, what the hell? It said the nearest town to that one is Swenton. Swinton, Swinton, yeah. Swinton? Yeah. Swanton? Swanson? (laughs) I used to always make fun of it because I go, the Sangrun right above it is there's a a town called Accident. I go, why? Did you have an accident there? He goes, no, I just don't want to go there, man. I do not. He was real serious about it. I was like, I do not want to go there. I'm like, okay, all right. I'll send somebody else in. Jesus Christ. You live like close by there. We should should reach out to this guy. I don't like him. (laughs) He's not telling you something. Yeah, so I, I was like, I go, why does that sound familiar? And that's why I looked it up. Yep, Sangrun. That's so weird. Wow. It's it's yeah, it's like right between West Virginia and Maryland, and then the Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh area. That's weird. Synchronicity, man. Synchronicity. It's kind of weird how it does. <clears throat> you, you know, there's you something I've been up. thinking about. The the guy, and this isn't pitching my show. Um, but, <laughs> but the, the please but, do, please do. Yeah. But listen to Bigfoot Crossroads. <laughs> but, the, but the guy, the the, the guest uh, that I interviewed last, the one I was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. uh, he said something on my show, and I have not confirmed this yet. Uh, I would have to, you know, whenever I'm editing, I'll make a note of it and check it out for myself. But he said that there's some county in Florida that, in the hunting regulations for feral hogs, now. Feral hogs are considered a nuisance animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, most states 
don't have a season on there. You can just go kill one anytime you want, however you want to do it. It's open and stuff. Yeah. And so these regulations for wild hogs in this particular county never changes. They never get updated. They're always the same. There's no reason to mess with them. Mm. And supposedly, uh, in the section about these hogs, if you go and look at them, which nobody ever does, uh, and you scroll all the way down to the bottom, there is a regulation that basically states that you can't uh, shoot or harm any anthropoid uh, creatures, which are human-like creatures in reference to, like, Bigfoot. They have the word? They have that word on there? According to him, they do. And he said you can look it up yourself. You can do an internet search for it and find it. We should ask uh, Marie Dumont. About Marie that? Yeah. Dumont. Dumont. Hmm. So. <clears throat> I had never heard that before, though. Huh. Interesting. That is that is interesting. I didn't even know that was a word. That's a twenty dollar word right there that I don't. I never thought I would cash in. Triple letter score. Anthropoid. Cash me outside. How about that? Anthropoid. So that's interesting. I I don't think Texas has that. All right, Texas don't have that. Probably not. How about no. Oklahoma? We have a hunting season for Bigfoot. Oh. Oh yeah, that that one guy was pushing it, right? Yeah. What was his name? Do you do you rightly recollect? J.R. Ewing. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Man, Matt is super witty tonight. So oh yeah, he's on it. What? That's his name. Okay. <laughs> Jim Ross, I think, was his name. Okay. Jim oh, Ross. Okay. Jim Ross. Okay. Getting a little oozy tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> he lost his oozy. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. We'll get it back. Mm. So if if they have that as as one of the regulate like hidden on one of the regulations, I wonder if they have that for every state. Or at least yeah, state I don't that's know. Like heavily I, I, populated I, with that, or like sightings of that. Yeah, I was kind of wondering that myself. Like it makes um, me want to read each state's like the hunt or regulations or something like that. That's a lot of reading, but. To search that, you know, I'm sure somebody would have would have found it and brought it, you know, posted it somewhere. Just you know, the word using the word anthropoid, like if that's like something in Oklahoma or something like up north, uh, Canada. You know what I mean? Yeah, <clears throat> where most is. Um, I don't know. I think that that's just Canada. Canada is a whole different animal. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, because Bigfoot, you know, it's a different animal. No, I meant like the. You know, the government up there is way different from... Mm, yeah, but I'm pretty sure they have, like, some type of... I'm sh- yeah. They're police ride horses. I mean, what uh, what are they... They're not even called police. What are they called? Mounties. 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 That's right. I was going to say something else. I'm so glad I didn't say it. Uh, but, yeah, Mounties. So... Hmm. That's that's interesting, though. I'm going to have to research yeah. that. Somebody somebody research that and send, it, send us an email. Bigfoot mm-hmm. Club... One at gmail.com. And while you're doing that, listen to an episode of Bigfoot Crossroads. Yes, listen to Bigfoot Crossroads. Because mm-hmm. um, I know we were talking on our last show. There was um, Christy. She's uh, she's from uh, New South Wales, mm-hmm. and she was tell- she was emailing us that she also listens to Bigfoot Crossroads. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. So, and even Tony, Tony won your 
Yeah, contest. I had a fan appreciation contest, and Tony was one of three winners. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, she she sent me a picture of her wearing the Bigfoot Club shirt, holding the mug, had your I think it was a sticker or a button. It was, it a, was button. a button. Yeah. The button. button. Bigfoot crossroads button. Mm-hmm. She also got some stickers. It wasn't just a button. <laughs> Not that cheap. No, no Matt. It was just a button. <laughs> <laughs> Like, wow, thanks. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, Robert. I'm just kidding. Sorry. Made me cough. That's your fault. <clears throat> well, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad we got, we have some of the same fan, fan base. So it's kind of. Mm-hmm. We should. Yeah. We're all family. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I know we like promote the shit out of you. Yep. So. <laughs> Bigfoot Familia. So. Hey, I did talk to a uh, world famous UFO and paranormal reporter and Skinwalker Ranch expert George Knapp this week. Did you really? I did. He posted on Coast to Coast a lot, right? How's that for a name drop? Yeah. Wow. He's been on TV a bunch. So you're going to get him on your show? I mean, I don't know, maybe. Come on, man. Well, I mean, you know, you're not really supposed to ask any farther uh, than uh, that. Uh, off the record. He he uh he you know he stopped the recording off the record. I mean, off the record. I just messaged him to ask if he had any relatives in Oklahoma. Yeah. Ah, um, okay. Boom. We didn't really discuss anything else. Ancestry dot com. I've been wanting to do that, by the way. Oh, it's a little late, but yeah. Okay. Are they your sponsor? Are you guys sponsored by Ancestry.com? I wish. I wish. If that's a sponsor, then yeah, hook me up. Um, no, no, I don't have any sponsors. Not for Twitch yet. Yeah. You got me. I'm talking about like, oh. like corporation. Like, oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, G Fuel, like support Big Boy Jones. Get G Fuel. 2029. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think I missed... I missed a night with you. I think I was my, probably like second time I've ever missed. Mm-hmm. I, I felt really bad about that. Yeah, I didn't see Bigfoot Club in the house. Yeah, that's that's your way of letting me know that you're there. Yeah. And I'm like, oh sweet. Uh, but I'm there most of the time. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not not mad at you. I don't understand. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think I, I, at this time I'm, and I'll just say this: I'm researching. Um, the new comic that I'm writing right now, because mm-hmm. I know, and I know Matt's read this. I don't think you have, but uh, the, no, the last one I I finished writing was uh, the Almighty the not to the No, the not to, and I I finished that one, and so now I'm writing um, for my brother <clears throat> uh, El Gato Negro. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's I told him that I was wanting to do one on. Uh, Gus, his uh, his grandfather, mm-hmm. and so it's a it's a story of his grandfather, how he became uh, El Gato Negro, how he passes it on to his his grandson. So I decided I was going to name it uh, El Gato Negro Generations. So I was researching it. I think that night because I was trying to find because uh, like uh, Gus's time as a as a luchador and as a crime fighter is in. Uh, Ed- Edinburgh, Texas, and it's based like in the late '60s, early '70s. Mm-hmm. 
And so I was looking up for I was looking up wrestling venues in Edinburgh or South Texas uh, in the seventies. I could not find anything about it at all. I looked everywhere. I looked at. I actually looked up the South Texas Museum, and I reached out to them if they had any like literature or any like pictures or like that. And they gave me this one gentleman by the name of Manuel Hinojosa. Hmm. And so he is. I know, I know Manuel Hinojosa. Do you really? Yeah. I don't so, think it's any relation, but yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's probably like in his 70s or his 80s. So he is like, he's part of the South Texas uh, Sports Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And so he knows a lot about luchadors wrestling in South Texas. So I reached out to him and left him a message. He hasn't called me back, but I'm, because I, I want to write this story, but I want to write it in a, in a way that it's it authentic. It's authentic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want the exact like name of the venues and mm-hmm. like, you know what wrestlers were popular then, so I just wanted to do that. So, so you want to like name drop, yeah, like in that in that way. Well, I mean, yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, I'm going to write the story like regardless whether he gets back to me or not. But you're going to have would, to travel there, man. I would like, yeah, I might have to. Yeah, because that's what most authors do. They, they they go just to get a feel of the area, you know. Um, yeah, and then you know. Check out the ghetto, whatever is the ghetto there. Yeah. If you want to do like someone being raised in that area. Yeah. Looks like we're going to have to do a road trip. Yeah, I guess so. Let's do it right now. In a time machine. In a time machine. Or just go to a uh, closet. Or, yeah. or a hot tub. Yeah. Or a hot tub, yeah. <laughs> or a DeLorean. Mm-hmm. Or an SUV. Yes. No? Sure. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. <clears throat> that's what, that's what I was doing that night when uh, I wasn't logged mm. on to you. So. You were working. Yeah, I was working too. That's fine. So <clears throat> no harm, no foul, man. Don't don't beat yourself up for it. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about all that. So yeah, pretty excited about God of War. I cleaned my PS4. Yes, I I helped you with that. So. Yeah, yeah. Sad. I was going to ask you: Do do they have any Bigfoot games? Just Red Dead Redemption, but that's like I mean, a, that's there's, a. Go ahead, Matt. There's there's Bigfoot PC games. There is. Yeah, you didn't know that. Mm-mm. Yeah, there's like a like a very popular game called Bigfoot, uh, where you hunt Bigfoot or Bigfoot hunts you rather. I mean, you're hunting Bigfoot, but it's hunting you at the same time. Hmm. And uh, they also they've done like spinoff games. I know there's one. Uh, very similar to it, where it's a Wendigo instead of a Bigfoot. Oh, that would be creepy. Yeah. Um. um yeah. No, I need. I need to. I don't have a room in my apartment. So I don't have. I can't. That's set all up my, PC stuff. Yeah, I know. need to set up my PC again. Because uh, right now it's just a. Uh, it's just sitting right next to me, next to my bed. What's the scariest game you've ever played? PT. Silent Hills, the demo. Yeah. Um, Before it got canceled. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't particularly like those those translucent babies, right? That that, that was on Silent Hill, right? Uh the very first one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking. About. No, it was the one that came out in PS4. It was whenever me, Gibran, Abe, they spend the night or spend the night and. Uh, we were playing. We ordered pizza, and we were playing it and getting scared. And you were like, "Can you, can you stop, stop fucking being loud?" 
And we're like, we're just, it's scary. it's a scary ass game. I don't care. Stop being loud. <laughs> I don't. I don't recall doing that. Yeah, and then you know you, you hit me a couple times, and I wish I did. Oh, come on, man. Uh, but yeah, no, that's uh, it was more realistic, and it had Norman Reedus. Remember, I was telling you, like Norman Reedus was like a part of that, and Kojima and Guillermo. What, to- what number was that? What I know, it was like. It's, it was considered a reboot, so it was going to be number. It was going to be the first. I know, like, but, but what on, on the line of Silent Hill games was that one? Uh, probably like the seventh one, maybe. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, because six I, or seventh. I think I played the first two, and I was after that I didn't play anymore. And then, so we were, we were like, yeah, we yeah, we played you know one two you know Silent yeah. Hills, but when that one came out, yeah, that one was terrifying. I think it was scarier than Amnesia. If you if you ask my, did you ever play Amnesia, uh, Matt? No, I didn't. Yeah, that's the game is r- ridiculous. Uh, there's a new game that came out called Madison, and it's it borrowed the elements of Silent Hills, where you're in a house and you're trying to figure out, you know, who killed your father, and it's a and you end up finding it's a demon, and that demon pops up out of nowhere. It's there's no set like time like. A trigger event or something like that, it will it will pop up right in front of the screen, and it's it's pretty scary. Um, so I never played it, but I watched it. I watched a streamer play, and I was like, "Ooh, that's this is scary." This is. I think I jumped like nineteen times in one hour. There's there's a town in Pennsylvania that 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 they made that move. They made that game after um, Silent Hill. Yeah, really. Yeah, it's called. Uh, Centralia, Loud Mountains, Centralia. I think it's that's that's the town that they had. Correct me if I'm wrong on this, Matt. Um, that one was like a coal mining town, and yeah, some sort of mining town. And like they would burn trash, and they burned it close to one of those coal mines, and it lit up all the coal mines. Oh no! And then that and like it's still burning right now. Really? This was like in I think nineteen seventy something, nineteen seventy two maybe. I can't remember. But it, it's still burning to this day. It's gonna burn for like a hundred years. And that's and it's like weird. And it was like it was like there was like like um holes opening up in people's houses and streets and and like I think this one kid fell in one of the holes and I think they pulled him out. But I think there was like one death there. Oh. And like they, I think they have it fenced off now, and it's um, no one's allowed to go there. So they everybody moved out. Yeah, like, it's, they've yeah. been gone since like the seventies. So you think that place is haunted? I, I would think so because you have all that that you know that magma and because yeah. like that's like that's like number one in like EMF stuff. I mean, because like any kind of like magma or any kind of earth placement stuff it's going to set off a bunch of emf so there's probably even if there's not haunted stuff there they probably got whatever whatever people died near, you know near there probably or like in the past they probably opened up something open up or they're probably like drawn to it but when you th- okay so when you think of that because i hate i hate to throw in the you know is it demonic you know but when you think of that right there, if it's if it's powerful enough to open up something, mm-hmm. it's obviously something not positive. Right. It's got to be something super negative mm-hmm. to have all that power. And they're of course they're going to jump on that. You know who they're yeah. going to jump on that. And so I would assume it, it's very. But I don't think I've ever. I don't. I've never researched it. If there was anything negative, like anybody researched that. I don't think. Well, it, check I, this out. Oh well, go, Matt. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
In addition to sitting on top of a roaring 1,000-degree fire, Centralia might also be haunted. Some visitors to the town have noticed that a ghostly voice haunts the streets. One witness relayed the following spooky story. We found a slag-covered hillside with steam coming out of it, and were pretty fascinated by some fossils we found. When we heard what sounded like a voice, stupid advertisement pop up, <laughs> saying something inaudible from down below where we were. All three of us heard it. We figured it was someone else checking out the area, too, so we sort of ignored it. Then we heard it again a little more clearly. A few words, and it sort of sounded like, leave this place. Wow. Mm. But check this out. Oh, jeez. I'm checking. March 25th, 1947. Uh, mine number five in, in the same town. Uh, a huge explosion shocked the earth. Killed 111 coal miners. Oh, fuck. So, 111, one, one, one. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Mm. So, that town is haunted. I was okay. just, just yeah, saying that. That's, that's pretty haunted. <laughs> because, okay. Mm, you want to go there? <laughs> go. Matt, you want to go with this? No. Oh, <laughs> come on, man. Huge haunted town? No, I don't. Magma. No. Magma. As long as we have flashlights, we'll be fine. Like, and, you know, we get it. Magma. Magma. We can have, like, some granola bars and stuff. So. Yeah. I brought the comb. <laughs> okay, stand by me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I haven't man. found my pennies yet. <laughs> was that, what, what was his name? O'Connell? Yeah, Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. I haven't found my pennies he was He was on Channel 4 News this morning. Was he really? Yes. Synchronicity. <laughs> the hell? Because I was watching, I was watching the weather and, and the road conditions. This what, what was he on there? He's doing like some game show that he's promoting. Hmm. So I combed my hair today. Yes. I did not. I did not either. I I was trying to be part of the group. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, how, how did you comb your hair? Did you, you know, the comb? I know, but like, uh, did you do it back? Did you do it sideways? On a railroad bridge. Oh. oh okay. Did you dodge it? For reference to stand by me, the did, comb? Did you, Come on. Did you dodge the train, Matt? I guess he didn't dodge the train. <laughs> that was a bad timing, Robert. Sorry. Aww. Sorry. I could have dodged it. Was I the only one that wanted to beat the shit out of Corey Feldman, though? Yeah. No, I hated him, too. No, you hated his, his character or just him? Just him in general. That he was, yeah. he was just a dick. I hated him and every character he ever played. Dang. I didn't like his character. Lost Boys? Yep. Dang. I'm going to rip your head off and shit I love down Lost your throat. <laughs> I love Lost Boys. And Stand By Me is possibly my favorite movie of all time. Stand By Me is great. Uh, but just Corey Feldman's a weirdo, man. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's got a weird band too. Go- and Goonies, you hate him in Goonies too. Yeah, damn with everything. He's sticking to his guns. Yeah, that's that's Matt. That's Matt for you. Dang. Even licensed to drive. Dang. What about his friend? What was his friend's name? The Corey Haim. That, that passed away. He passed away, right? Yeah, the good one. Yeah, yeah. the good one. God, the good Corey. Why <laughs> couldn't have you taken Feldman? Oh my goodness, man! We're gonna have to edit that out. Hey, we're gonna have to edit that. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> like he listened out a death wish to Corey Feldman? <laughs> no, it's just what like, did he ever do for you? I mean, he he provided us entertainment in movies. Are you the president of the Corey Feldman fan club? I or might something? be. 
This is a scary comic. Yeah. <laughs> I just might, man. I'm just looking out for you. I don't want you getting canceled. I get canceled for that. I mean, you never know. People are getting canceled for stupider shit. Yeah, I said stupider. Stupider. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Because I was like gone for like 10 minutes. With yeah. With Batchy. Batchy mm-hmm. Chachi. Yeah. My name is Batchy. I love to Chachi. Mm-hmm. Is-, is that a new song? <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, man. I was going to sing it to him today, but I. You I, know, you know, what's funny is that Blair, brought, I don't know why, because it's it scared. It scared the crap out of me. Um, But Ricardo, I didn't. I didn't hear it, but I heard Ricardo go, it's okay, Sebastian. It's okay, Sebastian. Do you remember that? Yeah. Whenever he was a baby? And I was like, oh, Ricardo, why Why were you singing that? Why do you know that song? He was like, oh, I, I, because whenever you, you sing it to us, when we're babies, I go, okay, that's great. But you're not supposed to remember that. You were yeah, they were they were little. They were little. And I was like, I was freaking out. And then I asked, him, I was, oh, because I said it. He heard me say it, and he just he kept saying, "I go, oh my god, you scared the crap out of me." Yeah, we used to we used to sing that to them all the time. At well, just Sebastian, whatever, because he was always the crier. Yeah, he was he had a hard time going to sleep, mm-hmm. and uh, I would carry him, or Stephen would like would rock with him mm-hmm. like on the rocker, and we used to sing all the time. It's okay, Sebastian. It worked. It worked for a little okay, bit. He'd be like, he'd stop crying, but and look at you, and why you're shaking him. We're not shaking him, but like rocking him. And he's just. <laughs> Bad, oh, I bad. can't talk crap about Corey Feldman, but you can shake a baby. <laughs> he was waiting on that. He was waiting. Yeah. He's like, ha, you found you. Don't you dare slip up. <laughs> but yeah, uh, as I was violently shaking Sebastian, I was like, it's okay, Sebastian. He would stop, he would stop crying because I was shaking him, you know. So, you know, he, I had a memory um, about a particular, I guess, apartment. And and the memory was just me being carried in through the front door and, like, looking past this, like, you know how some apartments have that little, I don't know, ledge thing by the front door, like a little divider for the living room sometimes. Mm-hmm. But this was, this was like, uh, sort of like a shelf. It went all the way to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And, like, I remember the layout of the living room and everything. And my entire life, I remembered this place. And... You know, I describe it like asking, like, you know, relatives and stuff, you know, like, where is this? Like, who lived here? And supposedly, uh, I was describing the living room of the first apartment that I ever lived in with my mom. Now, you know, I was raised by my great grandparents. Right. So this was the first six months of my life. Wow. Wow. Did you did you break any tables on that one? I did not. Or or desk. <laughs> I did not. Or leave you like your notepad behind. You didn't you? break anything. <laughs> uh, wow that that is that is amazing. That is amazing. So it's like you were alert. That's amazing. He didn't break anything. Um, yeah, that's too. But yeah. I'm just saying the the point is I yeah. think sometimes babies retain memories. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. That's why I was kind of freaked out. I was like, he just randomly, and then Blair wasn't here. She was at work. So I was all like freaking out. I was like, I was like looking at Ricardo. Like he was like, <laughs> like he was scared. I was like, oh, Ricardo, so you remember this song when you were a baby? He's like, yeah, yeah, I remembered. I was like, okay. And then I was like, did I, did I sing it? Like I haven't 
sung that in a long time. Yeah, they were they were tiny. Yeah, they were like little little. They were like in we were swallowing them. Yeah. Um speaking of creepy baby stuff. Mm. My cousin, Derek. Mhm. Uh his firstborn, his daughter Autumn, whenever she was oh man, she would have been like a year and a half maybe, not even a year and a half. Like she was still sleeping in a crib. And she was just starting to say a few words. And uh, I go over there and stay the night at his house sometimes. And one night, whenever I went over there, before nightfall, uh, he told me, he was like, you know, uh, something kind of weird's been happening. (laughs) Every night, at the same exact time, Autumn will wake up and start just laughing loudly. Like we'll hear her like just cracking up in her room and, uh, it will go on and you'll hear her like talking and stuff. And then at the same time, every night it stops and she goes back to sleep. And I'm just like, okay, well, what do you mean? Like, she's just waking up. He's like, it's just, I don't know what to think because, like, Derek's not into the paranormal, not a believer, right. not a doubter, but just, like, you know, doesn't even give it a thought. But he's like, you know, it happens every night. It's at, like, 145 or something like that. Did, did anybody pass in that house? We don't know. We don't have any idea. Or did they have a relative that passed? No. At 145? Um, so his parents' house... He lives next door to his parents in the, like his parents' house is where he pretty much grew up. I mean, they live some other places, but for the most part, he mm. grew up in that house and the same neighbors always lived next door and he bought that house from them. Uh, so like, we don't know, uh, the neighbors that live there didn't pass away in the house. We know that much, but, but anyway, so we were there, you know, all of us in the living room playing video games and, uh, at one forty-five, Autumn starts cracking up. Now her bedroom's just on the other side of the living room wall where the couch was, where we were sitting. Uh, it's not a real, you know, the walls are pretty thin. We'll say, mm-hmm. uh, just wood paneling walls, and like you can hear her just like laughing hysterically. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Now he told so, you, he told you this prior to you. Prior to, yeah, prior to anything. And just like he said would happen, it happened. She had been in bed since like 9 o'clock. So she had the door to her bedroom closed every night. So we go down the hallway. And like, we're standing outside of her door. And you can hear her baby talking. You know, you can't really discern any words or anything. But she's talking in her room and we're sitting there listening and we hear a huge like crash sound. And in my mind, I'm thinking, Oh God, she's falling out of her crib. Right. So I throw the door open and the light switch is right next to the door. But even before I hit the light switch, the light from the hallway goes through her doorway that's now open and it is like lighting up the room enough where I can see in there. Mm -hmm. And I'm 
thinking I'm going to have to rush in and pick her up because I'm I'm the one that's right there by the doorknob and closest to the door. Mm-hmm. And whenever I throw the door open and reach for the switch and I'm looking over, she's standing in her crib staring at the closet across the room on the other side. Mm-hmm. And it's like she's staring at the closet and then she like turns and looks at me, turns and looks back at the closet and then sits down in her crib and I'm like turning on the light and I look over at her closet and it's like maybe about six inches open. So that was night one. Night two, it happened again. Same time and everything. And the so, crash too? Like No, no crash, but her cracking up, laughing, then talking to somebody. So... I mean, this is kind of stupid, but, you know, what do you do? I got a piece of paper and a pencil, and I slid it underneath the door. Mm-hmm. Now, no, <laughs> nothing wrote on the paper. Okay. But, you know, I was going to see. But after I slid the note and the pencil under the door, you could hear her whispering. She started whispering. The baby? Yes. And I swear to everything, it sounded like there was somebody in that room whispering back. And we waited probably about 15 minutes after I slid the piece of paper under the door before we went in there. And whenever we opened the door and turned on the light, she was again standing in her crib, holding on to the rail. She wasn't looking at the closet door or anything this time, she was just standing there smiling real big. Now, other times, whenever I wasn't there, I, I can only, you know, tell those stories because I was there and that's what I witnessed. Mm-hmm. Other times, uh, she would be completely out of her crib, which I know babies will sometimes do. I don't know how she would have gotten out of her crib without hurting herself though. Um, mm. There was a couple times where there were some stuffed animals on her dresser and she could not reach her dresser at all from the crib. It was probably a good three feet away from the crib mm. and the stuffed animals on top, even if she got out of the crib, she wasn't tall enough to reach up on top of the dresser and the stuffed animals were all the way across the room, like they're thrown across the room. And there was also a time whenever some of her shoes uh, that were in the closet were found laying in the middle of the floor the next morning. Hmm. And I asked her who she was talking to, and she said, Henry. Hmm. Don't know any Henry. <clears throat> Don't know where she got the name Henry, but she said Henry. Well, it definitely doesn't sound residual. No. This, no, it does not. <laughs> it sounds like something with a lot of power. Yeah. Um I wanna I wanna say I wanna stay good and say this is probably maybe um a spirit guide, maybe a um Distant, I hope a distant ancestor or relative. I I don't know. I mean, she's like you know as in her twenties not- now. Like, doesn't even remember it happening. Yeah. As long as and it, I it think didn't it hurt. went on. 
Yeah, it didn't hurt her. I think it went on for like a few weeks and then just stopped. Hmm. Or at least they didn't notice it anymore if it was still happening, which it might have been still happening. But like, you know, they've had uh, two sons since then. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the boys has that same room and, you know, nothing. There's never been any other stuff uh, happening in that house. I didn't notice anything else whenever I was there. I lived there for a while and I didn't notice anything. Is there is there any sensitive in your family that you know of or a generation gap or something? I mean, yeah, there's a direct line of them. Hmm, but it. I'm not actually related to my cousin. Okay. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, he he's only in the family by marriage, and I don't know anything about his family. That's odd. Yeah, it was just something that was, you know, it'd be nice this was happening like mm. in front of us. That'd be great. But mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know me, I don't like, I don't like stuff like that. I do not. Yeah. But you know, you, you gotta, you gotta research it and figure it out and mm-hmm. try to find out what's, you know, what's the cause of it. And it well, could, I, I just it, don't like when the kids are involved. It could be that she's just a sensitive and she just does. She doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like I know when, and I'm gonna go back to my incident whenever I was whenever I was uh, in recovery in the ICU. Mm-hmm. Whenever I woke up and I, everybody told me that I was that I had been gone for seven minutes, I immediately thought, "Okay, am I gonna start seeing stuff?" Mm-hmm. When I was because I couldn't move, I couldn't hardly move. And I know you told me the story about. Uh, do you remember this? <clears throat> yeah, like right the room that was right next to mine. It was empty, right? Yep. And then you you were in like in the hospital room visiting me, and then you I can't remember if you were coming or going. Uh, it was it was going to it was right. I know exactly. Not you just reminded me. Go ahead. It was right before they were going to do the spinal tap on you. Okay. So I went there to see to go check up on uh, Uncle Steve because he was in there, and he was he's like, I'm going to go with them. Do you want to go see it? And I go, No, I don't know if I want to watch that. And then I I was like. Because I was still under then. I was, I mm-hmm. think, I think I was still unconscious or something. So I remember he was in there with you, but they had the curtain, but he was in there watching. And I remember walking to your room, and I remember that room next to yours on the left or the right of yours room. Yeah. Um, it was empty. And they had, they had the, the blanket like folded up. Yeah. And all that stuff. The bed was all made, right? It was, the bed was all made, and there was a chair right there. And I saw, and there was like a old, it was like an older, he might have been older. It was just a bald-headed guy in a gown sitting there. And I walked real quick, and but I noticed it real quick. I was like, I go, oh, okay, he's probably just resting. And then I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. Yeah. I, I, and then I walked back, wasn't there. I saw it clear as day. It's like you walked past it, mm-hmm. stopped. Then walk back. Then you took some steps back. I took step. I took steps back. Like it wasn't that. It wasn't that like far of a walk when I noticed it. Did, I, you, did you see it clearly, or did you? Did I you, saw it clear as day, clear okay. as day. Because I, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I was alert and I was worried. I had a lot of emotions. Yeah. I wasn't sleeping too, so that's another thing that I was kind of worried about. Like, was right. I seeing something? Um. And I, I just remember seeing like a, just a bald headed guy. He was looking at the bed, and he looked puzzled. You know, now that you mentioned that, 
because because <clears throat> I I do recall, and I don't know if I told you this, Matt. Also, but whenever I woke up, I was in a loop. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was in a loop, and I was hearing a lot of the same conversations, and I would fall asleep, and I would wake up, and I'd hear it again. Mm-hmm. Same, it was like because it was it was on the weekend, and there were people were talking like nurses and nurse practitioners were talking about what they did that weekend. Because what'd you do this weekend? And there was like they're talking about going to the party or something. Like that. And then I heard it again. And then whenever they would pull the curtain open, and this would be like three in the morning, I'd be awake, and I would see like older people walking by, like in gowns, but it was nobody with them. And there was no, there was no like uh, what do you call it, the IV? No, uh, uh-uh. uh. See. And I, I couldn't tell whether they were real or they were mm-hmm. – because, like, the nurses didn't acknowledge them or nobody was walking with them, but it was a guy. And I I could see he had, like um, – he was bald on top, and he had, like, long, long hair, like mm. long side hair, like side hair from his the side of his ears to his back. It was, like, at least, like, two inches long. No, I didn't see – I didn't see long hair, but I saw, like, it was, like – the best way, the best way I can describe it, Mark Strong. Okay, ball, but he has like you can see like the shade of of hair that's yeah. still right there, and yeah, he was just sitting there, and he looked perplexed. He he just looked puzzled, and he just looked like you know when you zone out. Yeah, you zone out and you just, you stare and you look. Everyone when they see people zone out, they're like, "Are you okay?" So I was just like, there was there was a lot of code blues in that area. Yeah, a lot of cold blues. And I was just thinking, I go, maybe that room was occupied before you got there, and yeah, that was a cold blue, because it looked like it was like, like they just cleaned it. It was the bed was made, and it bothered me. It really bothered me because I was all like, I can't remember. I think you told me like right away, didn't you? I didn't want to tell you at first. I think I told you like whenever you went to the other home. Okay. So it bothered me, and I told I told Steve this too. I was like, I can't. I don't know. I don't know what I just saw, but I don't want it. I don't want it happening to the room next. Next was your room. So I didn't. I didn't want. It, I didn't want that. So I, I told him that he was like, he goes, "Well, what did you see?" And I told him, and he was like, that he was like, there was a code blue a while ago. And I was all like, I'm like, oh man, don't tell me that. So. Yeah, it was it was right before your spinal tap. There was there was at least like four code blues there before I left that floor. There was one other one too. It was this is whenever they took the ventilator off, and there were I think, I think Victor was there. Victor, uh, um, my cousin, um, sort of pop's brother. Oh yeah, yeah, he yeah. was there, and then he I think he went to go to the code blue where. That person didn't make it. There's a friend of mine that was there, Matt, and he ended up dying like what? A month after you got a month after, after you got out of the hospital yeah. from uh, COVID. He got COVID and then passed away. So yeah, it's wow. uh, so yeah that I saw that and I it really bothered me. But you know what? That night, I fell asleep, and I had a I had a dream about Grandpa. I don't know if I told you that. You did not. I had a dream about Grandpa, and it was in the Dwight house, in the living room. And p- correct me if I'm wrong. There's a couch right where you can see the hallway. A couch against the wall. 
mm-hmm. the TV was in the corner. Yeah. And I remember laying down and I had a Lion King blanket. It was Simba. Do you remember if I had a Lion King? You probably did. And it was like a like a cloth one. Like it was like one of those Mexican blankets kind yeah. of in a way. Yeah. And I remember laying down and my head kept going up and down and it was because I had my head on his stomach. And he had my he had his hand cuz he was cuz he was breathing. Yeah, he was breathing. His stomach kept going up and down and and I don't know what show it was on. T- I think the TV was just blurry. And I looked up and I tried to look at him but he kept pushing my head like to not look at him. And he's like everything's going to be okay. It was his voice. Everything's going to be all right. Were you little or were you I like- was little. I felt like I was little. Okay. And I was like I was like grandpa and he's like everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be all right. And then I I calmed down and you woke up. And I woke up. And then that next that uh <clears throat> next day is whenever they did the the spinal tap and then they figured everything out. Wow. What what it was. So I think you know, grandpa was telling me like don't stress out about it. Everything's going to be all right. I told Steve that Steve Steve cried. <laughs> Wow. Mm. Um, so getting back to Derek's daughter, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I want to say that this is probably something that was not malicious. It doesn't sound like it, but I know you still don't like it. I do not like that. I, it bothers me. Like, well, ki- you know, kids are just open to, I know. Stuff. And I, and you know, that was my biggest fear with the boys. Like it's still my biggest fear. Yeah. And I always ask them like, Hey, you know, if you see anything, you can tell me. Yeah. And I feel like it just opens up, like, you know, imagination, and they think that I don't want to scare them. Right. So, but I always let them I know. mean, I was worried about it with the kids um, yeah. being in this house in and everything. House. Yeah. But, I mean, there wasn't any problems. But I there, think. There was, like, one incident that was like, eh. Um, and then, I mean, Maddie might have experienced a couple things. I mean, a couple of things might have been experienced by both of them, but it was after they were older, uh, just, you know, <laughs> residuals type stuff. But, you know, uh, whenever I was in the hospital, uh, Autumn was actually part of my uh, NDE, my near-death experience. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't really want to talk about it right now. That's fine. That's fine. Um, but I will say this. uh I will. I, I do have a story actually that I can tell that okay. won't bother me. Um, I just get really emotional whenever I talk about that. You're okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so like, I went in there during the day, and like I remember going in to the emergency room and everything. I mean, I was fine whenever I went in. I wasn't fine. I was going to the emergency room, but uh, yeah. there was missing time because. You know, whatever happened, happened, and then, like, I woke up a couple days later. And whenever I woke up, I was in ICU, and I stayed there for, like, ten days. And uh, nine of those days, I had chest tubes and everything. But Mm. there is this uh, male nurse that had, like, one of those, uh, I always called them puka shell necklaces. Like the little seashell necklaces. Yeah, it's almost like um, almost like some kind of spiritual thing, right? Or yeah, kind of like a hippie spiritual new age thing. Uh, they were more popular in like the seventies, I think. But you know, people still wear them. 
and uh, he was there. He was like part of the emergency room nurses or something uh, that worked graveyard shift. He was there for some reason. My mom talked to him. Uh, he was the one that came out and like told her that, you know, hey, he's okay and everything, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, there was like one time whenever he came to my room and talked to me. And then I think, uh, I think that was the only other time. I can't remember if there was another time that my mom saw him whenever she was up there or not. But whenever I got out of ICU, they moved me to a regular room, and I spent four days in a regular room. And I mean, just in general, like the whole near death experience thing was weird, you know, and just, Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but like after I woke up just the whole, you know, for the most part of the time that I was in there, everything was just really kind of surreal, just really weird. Yeah. And, uh, so there was weird stuff. I mean, like whenever I got moved to the regular room, for instance, you know, this was an older hospital and it had like basically a, a light fixture on the wall above where the head of the bed was above all the plugins for stuff, you know? Mm, yeah. And this light fixture was probably, I don't know, six feet off the ground, you know, just on the wall. Right. And, uh, it had kind of like a wooden frame around it, but you couldn't see on top of it. It was too high up to see on top of it. Like I'm six foot two and I had to like to, to reach up on top of it. I had to reach my hand up over my head and fill around up there. But it was so weird, man. As soon as I went into that room, like they bring me to the room and I, I, you know, I'm like in a wheelchair cause they cart you around in a wheelchair the whole time. Mm-hmm. And once I'm in the room, I stand up to get on my bed but I don't even, I have no recollection of any thought or anything about this. But before I got in my bed, and my grandparents were there, they saw this happen. I reached up on that light fixture above my bed, and I felt this little piece of paper. And I pulled it down, and it was a prayer about a guardian angel, something, uh, uh, the guardian angels prayer. Just, it was like a little poem. It wasn't an actual prayer from the Bible or anything, Mm -hmm. but it was about guardian angels. And I don't know why I reached up there. I don't know. It was just weird. Um, my grandma kept it. I don't know what happened to it. I, you know, I've looked for it. I haven't found it or anything, but whenever I was getting out of the hospital, uh, my mom, wanted like you know we went back to icu because i had spent so much time in there we wanted to thank you know the nurses that were there because i mean you know i wasn't supposed to walk out of that place but right um so we went up there and uh she wanted to tell that guy thank you that nurse that was there the night you know that i went into icu and you know we're both like you know she's describing him and everything and like they're just like, man, we don't have any male nurses up here. We don't have anybody you're talking about. Like, <laughs> they didn't have any clue who we were talking about. 
Now, I don't know, like, you know, is it possible that they just don't know what they're talking about? You know, I don't know. But I thought it was, like, very strange because there was this guy that my mom was best friends with named uh, Mike who had passed away from a drug overdose uh, several years before that. But she grew up with him. And it was a very close friend of hers. And she just kept, whenever she was talking about this guy, she was like, yeah, he just really reminds me of Mike for some reason. She kept on saying that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it wasn't Mike. He didn't look like Mike or anything like that. But I just thought that whole experience was really weird. And, like, uh, the same hospital, uh, whenever my great-grandfather was there, I think. It was either my great-grandfather or my great-grandmother. Um, myself and some relatives were up there, including my uncle, uh, who's no longer with us, but the one that was the judge. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was in one of the little family waiting room areas. And just like Steven's talking about, there is an older man sitting in there in a, in a gown, a patient. And it was late at night, and it was just my uncle walked into this waiting room. That old man's there. My uncle was real friendly. You know, he's like, How are you? And he said, The man looked at me. He said, I'm good. And my uncle said, I think I'm going to get a cup of coffee. The nurse has got a coffee pot over there. Do you want some? And the guy nodded at him. And my uncle turned and walked out and he stopped and came back to ask him, you know, like, wait, do you want sugar or anything? And the guy was gone. (laughs) Nobody was there. And my friend Roddy, who you know, uh, his mom and his sister both were nurses and worked in the hospital industry. And I asked them and they said, stuff happens all the time. They see stuff all the time. This is the same hospital where that nurse was supposedly uh, taken care yeah. of? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> how, how, old, how old do you think that guy was, that nurse, the one that was taking care of you? He wasn't that old. He was probably, I would say, in his 30s. So your mom saw and you saw him at the same time or separately? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was he wearing a gown? She had seen him previously. Okay. Um, because like I, like I said, I went in during the day and, you know, they punctured my lung during a procedure basically. So by the time everything was said and done with, it was now nightfall, you know, nighttime, the night shift had come on and now they're getting me into ICU and everything. I'm in an induced coma the whole time. I don't know about any of that. Okay. But, you know, people are freaking out like, you know, Supposedly, I had like a 20% chance. And they, you know, the doctors had come and like told my family that. Um, they were expecting the worst, you know, hoping for the best. And so, like, my mom was in there upset, and this nurse came in there, and it was just the two of them, and he was like, uh, don't worry about it. He's going to be fine. You know, I know what the doctor said, but everything's going to be fine. And he was just very reassuring to her and everything. And then 
the one time that I saw him, she was there. And, uh, you know, it was just like, how are you doing? You know, I haven't seen you since you came in here. And it, it wasn't like a big deal or anything. Like he wasn't the nurse on duty. It was the only time I had seen him. And like I said, I don't remember if my mom said she saw him one other time or not. I don't think she did, though. And but it was all just very weird. But your but your grandparents were still alive then, right? Yeah, yeah. And your great grandparents were still alive too. Yes. Okay. And uh, the only other thing was, um, like how you were talking about seeing the people like walking by the room and everything. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I was in ICU, and that's not a good place to be. No. Mm-mm. And there's a lot of death there. Constantly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I could feel it. Constantly. And I told my doctor, you know, I said, I, I have to get out of here. Like, I can't, I can't be here. And like, you know, yeah, I'm on drugs. <laughs> I'm in ICU. You know, I want to get out of the hospital. But like, I swear to you, I could feel the death. I could feel the people in the room next to me dying and death there. And I was scared. I wanted it. I told them, get me out of here. I will get better if I can get out of here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, that's basically what happened. Eventually, you know, they came in, you ready to get those tubes out of you? Yeah. Pulled the curtain shut, called a nurse in there, closed the door and they just pulled the tubes out right there. How did and, you uh, how did you feel one year once you went to the regular room? Way better. Wow. Way better. <clears throat> yeah. That's yeah. uh that's, I've I've yeah. seen so many uh <clears throat> I guess death and ICU um moments. So I uh, when you say you feel it, yeah, you do. You feel it. You feel it creeping in. You feel it and you just you don't know where it's coming from, but you know it's right there on that floor. You know, my great grandfather, you know, that was my dad. He raised me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my regular hospital room, well, first off, the ICU room that I was in, mm-hmm. uh, the last time he went to the hospital, he was in the ICU room that was right next to the one I had been in. Mm-hmm. And I went up there to see him and just. Oh, all those emotions and everything came flooding back, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, then after ICU, uh, they moved him to a regular room, you know, in the hospital. And we, you know, we were trying to get him home was the whole point. Right. Uh, we knew that he wasn't going to make it, you know, he was in really bad shape, uh, by the time he got to the hospital. Um, so, you know, the main goal was to get him home and everything, but they moved him down to a, a regular room and everything uh, for observation, basically to make sure that they could send them home and everything. They had put in a stint uh, and all that. And I remember I wasn't there whenever they moved into a regular room. And uh, I went up there to see him for the first time after he had gotten moved to the new room. And it was the room across the hall from the room I had whenever they moved me to a regular room. Mm. Hmm. 
And my grandpa didn't leave that room. Wow. Mm. Is, is this hospital still open? No. Is it-, um, it has like a front part and then a separate back part. And like the hospital was in the back and the front part was part of the hospital, but it was like separate. And, uh, I think for a long time, like even now, so like the hospitals closed down, but they still have the front part open and it's for like, you know, basically a psych ward. So is that hospital still standing though? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. And, uh, my stepson, Kyle, uh, whenever he was younger, it was a popular thing for the kids to go and, crawl in through one of the broken windows in the old hospital and snoop around. And I wow. kept telling him, I was like, man, you're, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Like there, you couldn't pay me enough money to go in that hospital. Wow. <clears throat> well, well, I would say I would, I would like to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd like to go with some gear, but well, if you like to trespass, so, no, we we do stuff the the right way. Trespass. No, we get permission. Oh yeah, and then trespass. <clears throat> yeah, the, these were just you know. We kill nobody. Teenagers. Stupid nobody. teenagers. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's understandable. I don't think I've ever done that though. But I, I'm proud to say I've never done that. Hey, let's, I, bring, let's bring it to a little bit. I, I've bit. done it to houses. Yeah, I know. I know you you tell me stories on that, but I don't think. You know, I never did that with Gibran or anything. We were just, we were very homebodies. Like, yeah, because yeah, I was always on you. Yeah, like, you were like, no, don't, please don't do it. If you're going to do stupid shit, do it at home. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys barely skipped. Yeah. You skipped without, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that you didn't tell me about, but. Gibran was so, oh, man, I missed that guy. Uh, he was so, like, man, like, I want to tell Robert, like, you think he's going to get mad at us? I go, No. He's not going to get mad. Why would he get mad at you? If anything, he'll get mad at me, but, you know, he'll probably tell me, well, you graduated, so I don't care. I mean, this was after you graduated, we, right? Way, like, way after we graduated, like four years, three years. Like, uh, uh, Matt, his friend came up to me because, like, he was, like, looked like he was one of the, like. He's about to break down. He goes, I just want you to know that Stephen and I were skipping. I go, When? He goes senior year. Senior year. I go, and they were they had already graduated. I go, okay, you graduated. <laughs> I don't care. I had it. I had it planned out like to the minute. I was like, we're gonna go, gonna go to Jack in the Box. We're gonna spend a long time there eating and you know being fat boys and all that and having fun. He was like, well, what? Are, there's a bunch of cops down the street, man. What do they stop? I go, we're gonna tell them that we have first period off. That's a thing. We don't start school until second period. They're not going to be like, you know, well, let me let me see your schedule. What, what schedule? We don't carry schedules around. So he was like, no, let me, man. Let me pull out my itinerary. No, man. No, man. It's going to. I go, I promise you, as long as we get there before 9.05, if we walk in at 9.05, the bell will ring. Everybody's going to come out. We walk in, blend in. It's going to be fine, Gibran. I don't know, man. He was like, he was freaking out. So when we were walking from Jack in the Box, it was from, it was like 8.55. We're walking from Jack in the Box all the way to Irving High, and there was a cop car like on the uh, Cost Plus parking lot. Yeah, and it was just sitting there. There's two cops in there. He's like, "Dude, dude, dude." I was like, "Jabron, calm down. Drink your fucking milk, and let's keep walking." <laughs> so we're walking, 
And he's all like, he's like, he's like tripping. I go, dude, are you really going to fucking cause a scene here? And he's like, no, man, no, let's, let's just keep walking. I go, yeah, let's keep walking. So we keep walking. And then was it, was he Jerry Lewis? He was freaking the <laughs> F out, man. And the cop, they, 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 uh, turn the car on and then they, they, they're starting to pull out. He's like, dude, they're coming over here. I go, dude, calm down. Jabron, relax. We're going to keep walking. And they just, they got on the street and they, they took off. He's like, oh man, that was close. I go, I told you. So as soon as we get to the school, 905, we open the door, we blend it in. I was like, see, I told you. You know, it's a piece of cake, man. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> I was like, Jabron, you know, I, swear. I, I had one rule when I was a kid. When I was doing bad stuff, I said, just don't get caught. Yeah. And we didn't get caught. And. And he was all like, you want to do it again tomorrow? I go, no. That the way you were acting? No. <laughs> like he told me, because we were skipping. I go, I don't so, care. So that day, he told his mom, and his mom like, got mad at him. Like, she didn't talk to him for the rest of the I was like, why is she mad at you? He goes, man, I, I knew someone was going to get mad at me about this. I go, why did you even tell her? If you knew she was going to act like that, why did you tell her? But it's, it's I mean, it as, as long as you had good grades... Yeah, and you were passing. I didn't, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, the the point is, I didn't want to go to first period because it was it was a stupid elective. Like they just chose it for me. Yeah, and I was like, I don't I don't want to do it because I'm already passing. So it's already like 98 degrees. You know what I mean? <sighs> Dumb. <laughs> but yeah, no, we skipped. And uh, how do how do we get into talking about this? I don't know. I think we're trying to lighten up the mood. It was very okay. skipping yeah. was stupid. Skipping was all you fun. did. All skipping was was going and hiding somewhere and being nervous the whole time. I was never nervous. I skipped all the time. I was never nervous. <laughs> well, so did I. But I'm just saying, like, it wasn't like you didn't get to do anything fun. True. We used to whenever we were at sunset, we were close to Keith Park, and then at Keith Park, there's like some tunnels. There's like some like you know some water tunnels, and we had a friend of ours that had already graduated, had a car. And we used to tell him, and he was he was working like a graveyard shift or something, and he got off like at eight or nine in the morning, mm-hmm. and we had to go to the Keys Park and wait in these tunnels until like nine o'clock, until he came and picked us up. You know, he he'd pull into the parking lot. You're, you're, you're acting like you're running from the law, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Hiding in water tunnels, how fun! Who, who does that? <laughs> Hides in water tunnels. We had we had like donuts and chocolate milks. We were, <laughs> we were good. We were, we were we weren't hiding. We were in Jack in the Box just eating. That's all we were doing. This was like this was like nine, it was what nineteen eighty five, eighty six. So, dang! Did you go to Twin Twin Peaks? No, I didn't. Or, no, not, I was I was I was running really hard with my British nights on. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. We were running. Um, we were doing. Yeah. We were doing hundred miles of running. Yeah. No. <laughs> Freaking Gibran. He was so scared. He was like, I think I think Robert's gonna be really mad at us, man. I'm not. I was I'm, like, Jabron. I wasn't mad then. I'm not mad now. I go, you're making a bigger deal like how it is right now than when we were actually skipping. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Oh, that's funny. Uh, Matt, how can, how can some of our listeners find your show? Well, probably the best way to find me is to contact you. <laughs> I knew you could do that. Well, that is a possibility. But let's just say like we're on vacation and we don't see it. Yeah, vacation. And, and they can't get a hold Bigfoot of us. Bigfoot Club number one. That's Bigfoot Club one. <laughs> at <laughs> gmail.com. Well, oh, Matt, Matt doesn't want to push because we, we push them automatically. Anyway. Yeah, you know. It's, it's on our promos anyway. If you ever find yourself at a crossroads 
and you see a Bigfoot, just know that it's Bigfoot. Or anything. It doesn't have to be a Bigfoot. It doesn't have to be a Bigfoot. It could be, you know, Bigfoot You don't even have to be at a crossroads. I'll, I'll listen to it. Bigfootcrossroads.com. Yeah, Bigfootcrossroads.com. You can follow me on Instagram Twitter. at Bigfoot Crossroads. Twitter, yeah, I need some Twitter followers. Mm-hmm. That's at BF Crossroads. Or you can just go to BigfootCrossroads.com where you can find links to all of it. Mm-hmm. I like it. So I uh, like oh, you. Oh, man. <laughs> Matt, you have any shout-outs to anybody? I do. My good friend, Early Bird. Um, Earl the Pearl? Earl the Pearl. Earl the Pearl. I, I decided to have my own nickname for him. Early bird. I like that. Early bird. Early bird. He was he was messaging me today and he's messaging me today too. That's weird. Like he's messaging me today and every word he said to me, like if he said, because I miss talking to you, I go, You your face. That's what I'm saying. He goes he started off the conversation and goes he goes, Hey, and I was like, Hey. He goes, Two things. It hurts me when Blair says that she doesn't like wrestling. Second thing, Jar Jar Binks was a Sith Lord. I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Uh, listen to this. This is what Eight thirty-five a.m. That's why I call him Early Bird. This is what he wrote me today. He's talking about uh, the documentary that you and I did the review for. Okay. Mm. He said, "I just want you to know, I absolutely love the new episode of the podcast. I can't wait till twelve twenty-five to see part two. I appreciate everything you do on the podcast as well as just being you." Oh. Earl. Earl. I said, sometimes I feel like you are Buddy the Elf, and I am Deborah the Secretary. <laughs> In other words, thank you. You just made my day. Oh, what did he write me? He wrote, he goes, um, oh, this is funny. He says, miss your face. Also miss talking to you. I go, go hug Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> I, I, go, just, I go, just kidding, but really I'm not. <laughs> And he goes, cries, because I know you weren't. <laughs> you know, shout out to him, too, because he was my first sub on uh, Twitch. Yeah, Earl's great. And I was like, man, if you sub to my channel and you're the first one, I will I will buy you Judge Dredd on Blu-ray. And you sure did. And I did. I am a man of my word. And then he writes to me, that's why you don't call me anymore. You want nothing to do with me. I go, hugging Jim Harbaugh would be good. Mm. <laughs> so. Yes, I also want to say hi to Logan Arts and Crafts, if he uh, happens to be listening. Logie. Logan. Good old Logie. Yeah, Haven't man. heard from Logan in a while. He messaged me last week. I think he's going to the he he's going to the Ring of Honor pay-per-view in, I think, Dallas. Oh, nice. So he's going to be in town. Yeah. So we, oh. should, we should have dinner with him. Yeah, or we should. Show him around. Logie. You know, he's, he's, we'll know because he'll... You know, tweet or post and go, Texas, I'm in you. That's how I read it every time. Whenever he posts something like that. Yeah. Louisiana, I'm in you. I'm like, what? He says, we need to talk about something. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't like Jack in the Box rappers. Oh. <laughs> He'll say something like that. Or... Yeah, it's so weird. I hope I hope he's enjoying his his 24 case of uh, Fago. Fago. Oh, only because he can. Yeah, because he can. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, Logie, he's good. Um, Robert, do you have any shout-outs? Uh, just shout-out to Matt, Bigfoot Crossroads. He's top on my what, list. What, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry Kegel. 
Ports Matters podcast. He's always good to us. He's, he's always he's, he's always pushing man. us. He's always pushing us. Great man. Love in, that guy. in the shed was Wes Anderson. He's always pushing us too. So I, I really like him a lot too. So thank you, Wes. Um, and I think that's about it. Where do they come up with these names? I don't know. They're from Alabama, so so many house references. <laughs> well, shout out to Cassandra. Yeah, Cassandra. Uh, she's still listening. Thank you so much for sticking uh, sticking it with us. Um, shout yes. out to Blair. Yes. Shout out to the boys. The boys. Yes. Shout out to Matt. Of course. Love hey. that and shout out to Henry for not hurting that little girl. Hmm. Yeah. If and Tony for keeping it real. Tony. Tony for keeping it real. Mm-hmm. Uh want to do a shout-out to uh, Don and Raven Gaynor. Uh, they sent me a picture today. Uh, little Silas is wearing the Bigfoot Club mm-hmm. shirt. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Appreciate you, you know, um, getting that from me. So that's yeah. awesome. So he was actually, like, I sent him a I sent him a shirt. Well, they bought a shirt. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they go to the Monster Mart and take pictures. <laughs> With the Bigfoot Club, so Bigfoot, the world famous Monster Mart, the world for world famous Monster Mart. Little Silas wow. is wearing Bigfoot Club shirt in he's, front of the Monster Mart, wearing it proud. Yeah, I love it. She actually sent me pictures too. The uh, the wife. Oh, did uh, she really? Yeah, she added me, and we talked for a little bit, and she was like, "Thank you so much for sending the pictures, or sending the, sending the pictures, sending the shirt." And I was like, "Yeah, anytime." I mean, it wasn't really me, but it was yeah, it was. It was uh, no problem. You ought to know you bought it. You ought to know you bought it. But yeah, no. He was very. He looked very excited. Yeah, and that's that's awesome. Like, if you're happy with a shirt, wear it. Wear it, man. That's your favorite shirt. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. okay. So I think I can do something with this show. I think uh, you could probably split it into two parts, probably. Nah, I think we're good. Really? Well, yeah. How many minutes? We're a minute forty nine. So it's probably like ten fifteen minutes. Oh, two hours, man. They get cut out of this. You said you said you weren't going to do two hours. And look at you, look at you, man. I know. Look yeah. at you. I just I love talking to Matt. I'm I sorry. Know, Matt, I'm sorry. I'm sue me. Sue me. I don't want to sue you. Well, I'm available is- most weekdays and nights and weekends <clears throat> for wow. conversations for either one of you. Yeah, you're going to probably be on our uh, our one hundredth episode. So I think we're on ninety four wow. or something right now. So. 100 episodes and we're about we're about to hit 50,000 downloads. So, I'm pretty excited about that. So, maybe we should do something together yes. for New Year's Eve. Hey, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that too. Like, are you talking about in person? I mean, yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, but if not in person, still like we could do something live or something. Yeah, we should we should do something live. We should. I will be in Oklahoma City. We really? Mm-hmm. You're going to be in Oklahoma City? Yep. Uh, well, me and Blair are driving up there, spend time with her family on uh, that Christmas weekend. Well, I'll be available, and maybe we can get like. But if they're in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could be in Tulsa. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I can try to convince Blair and be like, "Hey, let's uh, go spend a day in Tulsa." It's like that's that's shouldn't even be a three hour drive. Perfect, perfect. Well, well, you guys could come to Tulsa, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then leave Bob here and go to Oklahoma City and do your thing in Oklahoma City and come back to Tulsa and pick him up. (laughs) That's a possibility too. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> or you guys could just come to Tulsa and fuck Oklahoma City. 
I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that's that. just me though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I imagine the boys want some gifts and stuff, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I'll take. We'll take them to Ron's Chili. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had Fuck I had yeah. chili tonight. Oh man, you know what sucks, Matt? I'll make this really quick. I can't have chili anymore. It doesn't process. Like my my stomach does not. Maybe die. you maybe you need Matt's chili. I'm really yeah. hoping that's what it is. I could make some chili that would be just fine. Okay, you're fine. Okay. All right, well, you, you can you can eat it. You convince me, <laughs> but if I throw up, I'm sorry. No, you won't. Because you know, throwing up chili is just not what fun. Is it, acid reflux. I don't know what it is. It's just it. What's what's worse, throwing up chili or Oreos? That's that's something you need to ask Ricardo. Ricardo's. I know, but you cleaned it up. Oh God, it was the, probably the Oreo. It made me not want Oreos for a long time. Nice, because you. you Nice, nice, nice. You just you can't pick it up off the rug. It's just so gross. Yeah. It took a while. That's kind of cool. No, it wasn't. It wasn't well, cool. I wasn't there for that, so it was kind of cool. That's why you guys need a dog. Just, eat it, just eat it up. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Dogs yeah. solve that problem. Yeah, I would like to get a dog, but, you know, the way the dog says, ooh, warm food. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Ricardo's DNA. Woo. I remember one time, like, whenever Maddie was real little, whenever, like, her and Kyle were both, like, sleeping in this front bedroom with the bunk beds. Mm-hmm. I remember. Like, Leslie went in there, and Maddie was like, I threw up. <laughs> and Leslie was like, where? And she was like, over there on the floor. And there was, like, nothing there. Just a, couple of, just a couple of white little dogs licking their lips. Yeah. <laughs> Chonskis. <laughs> We, <laughs> we call them the cleanup it. crew. <laughs> Just a couple little dogs licking their lips. Yeah. <laughs> Walking in with their hard hats. Uh, their little hard hats. And... Area clear. <laughs> oh, God. Challenge accepted. Oh, man. Well, that's pretty cool. Oh, Lord. That's that's a good way to end this, this show. I, I love that. Yeah. If you have a Kimba Slice. Up, have, have a dog. You got a dog named Kimba Slice. Mm-hmm. And Chonsky's. Chonsky's. Rip. Yeah. So, anyway. My heart. Kimba's in a box on the kitchen windowsill, though. Is he? Need a visit. Yeah. Need yeah. a visit. Yeah. Matt, thanks so so much for coming on, man. I really, really appreciate it. Um, of course. I know I asked you at the last minute, but. So. Did you? I thought we discussed it like a week ago. Uh, maybe. You know. I don't know. You were supposed to talk about the Blackwell ghost. Yeah, but you didn't see it, so it's okay. I mean, isn't it like a movie? It's a. It's. A I don't understand what it is. But I thought I thought it's fictional, though. It, 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 yeah. it, it is, but it's it's really good storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's just it's if you if you watch it all, it's really really good, and it's man. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy this guy should just be a writer. I mean, I mean, he's writing the story, but he should be on our show. That's what I say. Yeah, I've reached out to him. Um, asked him to come on our show, but uh, he hasn't. Just Responded yet, but it's okay. He's big time, big time, big time, big time. There's a Bigfoot podcast called the Bigfoot Influencers, mm-hmm. and they also wrote a book. I think maybe they wrote a book and then started a podcast. I think it's a husband and wife team, but mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but they haven't been around very long. They're on episode number 12, mm-hmm. and for episode number 12, they got Les Stroud. What, yeah. I'm like, how did you guys get? Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm friends with him on Facebook. Les Stroud just like 
out the gate. Yeah. So like maybe he's not that hard to get and nobody ever asked him. Yeah. I would <laughs> actually too. I was actually thinking about asking that hunter guy that was on Alaskan Killer. Like, I don't know. Uh, so I'm yeah. thinking maybe a Les Stroud thing because like Alexander was saying that that was the same area or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where that's where he heard those uh those chest slaps, right? Man. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Supposedly like the the guy that drove the boat to drop Les Stroud off is the same guy that that's drove right. the boat to drop the guy off that built the cabin. That's right. That's right. You're so right. You are so right. So it'd be cool to have Les on and see if he'd confirm all that. You should do you should get him on your show and then we can do part two. I don't know how to do that though. I I think I'm friends with him on Facebook. Well, yeah, me too, but like that doesn't mean anything. You can message him and be like, "Hey man, we can we Bigfoot can Crossroads. Bigfoot Club, be there or be square." Yeah. Yeah. I also want to get Post Malone. Well, okay. That could be a little more difficult. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, actually, actually my my coworker Caitlin Gonzalez, shout out to Caitlin. She went to school with him. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can ask her, see if she she still talks to him. So, uh, uh, uh. but anyway, Matt, again, thanks for coming on. Again, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But uh, everybody, everybody, say good night. Mm, good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs>